Hello and welcome to episode one of the Football Index Daily Podcast. Today I have Kevin, Index Moneyball. He has been on the podcast plenty of times before. Happy New Year and welcome to the podcast again, Kevin. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited about 2021. Yes, mate. That's what I like to hear. I'm so excited. As I was saying to you already, I've already got quite a few like New Year's resolutions Got a lot of plans. Um, last night was quality with all the fireworks in my flats. A really great start. Did you do much last night to celebrate? Nothing. I was in bed for 9.30 as usual. Oh, you boring bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was nothing. I was just at home anyway. There was nowhere to go and nothing to do. So I'm just, I didn't want to stay up late just for no reason. So Yeah, no fair play. Um, my granddad said the same actually. Uh, but he is like 70 something and you are like 30. 70-something at heart, yeah. 70-something <laughs> at heart. Oh, mate. Um, no, nah, I mean, it's with, with lockdown and everything and, like, the lack of social uh, events going on, I've, I really don't blame you. Um, but, yeah, I just ended up... I was going to do the same, to be fair. But I ended up staying up and I looked out my window and there's just all these fireworks going off and it was a great sight and I was just feeling, like, so optimistic about this year. I think this year will be better. But before we get into talking about Football Index in 2021, I want to ask you a few quiz questions because I was just doing some research into like 2020 on Football Index and found a few things that I thought were interesting. So the first question I'll ask you, because I think you'll like this one most because it includes a player that I know you are a big fan of. Top five media dividend winners in 2020. Top five, I'm going to go... Because obviously you had the you had the ten p dividends for a while, didn't you? Which I think it was I think it was Sancho, Bruno, Pogba, Messi. Who else would it have been? Oh my god, mate! That that's literally the top four. Like that is the first Ronaldo. One. I think Ronaldo ah, for that. No, it's not. It's not Ronaldo. But those top four were like perfect in order. I thought he was going to do it, but the other one you do like as well. Pretty sure you've got a decent holding in it. For media? Yeah. You definitely have him. We've spoken about him on the podcast before, last year. I haven't got a clue. My mind's blanking. Striker. Gets a lot of goals. Gets has got quite a lot of assists this season. Oh, but Harry Kane. Yeah, 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 Harry Kane. Yeah. So close, that. Fair play. That was a really good shout there. They was top four. And uh, Ronaldo could have been up there. Um, all right, next question. Top five match day rankings. You mean PB earners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, match day dividend winners, yeah. Okay. Um, Messi, Kimmich, Bruno. Uh... There's one on here, actually, that I think a lot of people will be surprised by. Um, Bruno's not on here. I think he's probably been especially good this season. I think Bruno. Um, and then I guess because, yeah, no, I'm not sure why he's not in there. But he's, he's not in the top five. I feel like Robertson might be on there now. To be fair, it's not a bad shout. I reckon this season he must be one of the, the very best by a long way. Um, yeah, it's, but hard, no. it's hard when you're going from 12 months because I tend to think in seasons. But mm. Yeah, so months, do I, to be fair. Since January. I mean, Lewandowski, potentially. Yeah, that's, that's the one I didn't think you would necessarily get. I wouldn't have got that one, personally, just because he's, like, a proper, proper centre-forward. Um, and I think but, the other one's Cruz, actually, is it? 
No, but I reckon for last season, or at least the first three months of last season, he would have been in the top like two or three, I imagine, because I think it was like September to December when he was hitting really high scores and earning dividends all the time. But actually, last year, he didn't do that well. I'll go for De Bruyne then, maybe. De Bruyne is eighth. Jeez, Robertson was seventh as well. And Bruno Fernandes was ninth. No, not even. Um, Sorry, Robertson was sixth. De Bruyne was seventh. And... Bruno was eighth, and Tony Cruz was tenth. So he became he came very close. Like those Ronaldo. Results. Is it Ronaldo the last one then? Yeah, but Ronaldo is in the top five. Yeah, I think you so might have was... missed someone, haven't you? Like a really really big name, PV player. I'm not sure if you said him yet. Well, I said Messi or Neymar. I guess the other one was that I didn't. Yeah, say. yeah, Neymar. Yeah, yeah. So the top five are Messi, Neymar, Kimmich. Ronaldo Lewandowski. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was, there were some good guesses there, though. I mean, you pretty much got that top 10. Um, I'm just going to talk about a few others here. Benega also came in the top 10. He was ninth. Um, Maxi Arnold, actually 11th somehow. That can't be right, surely. No, he did win a few times, which I found quite comical considering the massive debate <laughs> about how shit he was, apparently. Yeah, I think like he was getting roasted because someone tipped him at like 70 or 80p, but he actually earned 58p. In yeah. Dividends. Killed it. Yeah, yeah whoever it was, it. I think it was, was it PB Man who'd, I think it was, he was better than, he was better than somebody else. I don't, I don't remember who it was, but there was a big uproar about it. I think it was PB Man who was saying that he was a really bad hold and made like a thread on it. And it was Frog, um, you know, the Frog, Frog's Finds. I think it was a Frog's Find and they were like, Discussing it on on Twitter, it Which, was all quite I mean, funny. Whoever it was who picked him, that was a pretty incredible pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Frog. I'm I'm gonna give it to Frog. Um, Frog's fine. So I think it's his name. Um, yeah. All right. Another another few questions. These ones, to be fair, like I wouldn't have got these, but quite interesting. So there's like around three thousand players on Football Index, and I want to ask you how many players do you reckon are down fifty percent or more from like 2020, from the start of 2022 to today, so like 12 months on. Out of 3,000? Yeah, yeah. And I guess you got to take into consideration that a lot of those players wouldn't actually have moved that much in price and a lot of them are like under 20p or whatever. Um, But there's still a fair amount of players who have dropped 50% or more. I would say like 2,000 maybe. No, it's, it's actually only 458. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I think a lot of people would have guessed more. I mean, I posted this on the Discord chat and people were estimating a lot more as well. A lot of answers were like around two thirds. Um, and then the other question was how many players do you think are down 25% or more? I'm going to go 2,000 again. 986. Really? So it's not actually as bad as, as you might have thought, to be honest. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's really not too bad at all. Um, and right, this is a nice question. Biggest riser and by what percent of all players over one pound, we'll say? It's someone who you'd quite you'd probably expect. Like he's a he's a big Bruno, big. I would say by seven hundred and fifty percent. 
Um, yeah, I think 750% might have been right if it was like the start of last season, maybe. But I think by January, because the transfer links had already like risen, he, he had already rose to like over £2 or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, you're spot on. It is Bruno Fernandes. He's up 172% since. And I don't even know what his like dividend yield was based on his price. Last season, he's probably returned just full price. Uh, might have a look actually. Yeah, no, £2.54 in media and 92p in match day dividends. So, yeah, he would have returned his price uh, from his price on January the 1st, 2020. And he's also up 172% in price. So, a big rise there. And there's actually 52 other players who are up 50% or more. And there's 223 players who are up 25% or more. So, Actually, 2020 was a very, very bad year, but maybe when you look at the players and the price fluctuations, maybe not quite as bad as some traders may have expected. Yeah, well, people are comparing it to March prices or like, say, January, February prices when it had already risen a lot. Like Bruno was at £15 at some point and he started the year at £2. So he obviously, there was a huge rally early in the year. And then when COVID hit and the games got delayed and order books came in, everything fell back again. So... Makes yeah. sense, really, when you hear them numbers. Yeah, I think the sort of the players hit peak prices around that like late February um, time. That's when the market was absolutely booming, and that's when like Sancho was at fifteen pound plus. Um, and then it's just been pretty devastating since overall. What would you say your highlight of twenty twenty was on football index? Highlight. I've got some low lights. I've not got. A... <laughs> Um, I think when Musa Barrow wins, I get quite excited. Yeah, you, you love a bit of Musa Barrow. I mean, yeah. he did do very well for, for you last season. Um, I mean, he was at like 80p in December. That's when I tipped him on Football Index yeah. Club. And I mean, he went on to earn dividends a few times. I think there was one game where he provided something like nine key passes and just like smashed the match day rankings with a couple of goals as well. Yeah, and he came second to De Bruyne, who got like 350 with an insane performance, which was unfortunate because he should have got a star man, really. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he he won dividends. The first time he won was that game where he got like 10 key passes and 10 dribbles and something like that. So yeah, that was probably one of the highlights. Um he did win another PB for top forward when but it got awarded on the Monday, so it wasn't as exciting because uh, on the day he lost out by a point or something to Benzema, but then they corrected it after and on Monday they said they were gonna pay him out. Ah, right. On on that note, actually, um, probably a good time to bring this question in. What do you make of like the recent sort of changes with the PB and uh, the opter? Because I think a lot of people thought Rashford was going to win and then he ended up losing out the other day. Did you see that? Do you mean, is there any changes to the way that things are done? Or are you just saying the fact that they change it, opter change things overnight? Yeah, just the fact that opter change it overnight and that people are kind of expecting to earn dividends and then it gets changed and then they don't actually earn those dividends that they were sort of hoping that they'd win. I think it's just part of the game up to make the the adjustments. It's nothing to do with football index. I think people like it happens for, like it happened to me in a beneficial way and it happens sometimes in a negative way. You you don't you know you've not won until you get paid out really. Yeah, I think the main thing is that people seem to complain when they lose out on the dividends, but when they are um, a surprise to earn dividends, I think Bruno might have actually um, returned some dividends at some point sort of through this, um, through the opt-to changes late on. Everyone's just like celebrating. So I think a good time to actually kind of criticise it would be when it is a good player who actually earns, earns the dividends. They'd probably carry a bit more weight rather than being sort of 
influenced by people's uh, just prejudices really towards their own holes and their, them just wanting to make money. Looking at Musa Barrow now, by the way, he's now at 95p with a sell price of 79p. Good value in this market? Absolutely. I'm gonna, Would you I'm still gonna... buy him compared to the other players who are like around the under, well, like under one pound really? Well, yeah, because he's, he's won three PB top forwards. And one of them, I think, should have been a star man, and he's only 21. So that even if you just pay that out of 14p, that's still like 40% of his price now With in, in the last, say, 18 months. Yeah, I'm just going to have a look at that, actually. So he's earned 26p last year, and then he's about 80p at the minute. And he's like... Yeah, it's 32.5% yield on like a 21, 22-year-old. It's really and that, not and that's bad at all. The, that's at the old payments as well. So like I was calculating it based on the new payments. Yeah, very true. And the other thing is like that I always think it's really worth pointing out for like dividend yields is that his circumstances haven't really changed either. Like some players, um, who was a player like Pogba, for example, like you're a big fan of Pogba and sometimes you'll look at his like past yields and say, yeah, he's got a good chance of returning this and that. And I do agree. Like, I do think Pogba probably will return more than his price and dividends over the, over the next few seasons. But, like, with him, his circumstances have changed just an unbelievable amount because, obviously, Bruno's, like, taken his position as the media king at Man United. But with someone like Moussa Barrow, his circumstances haven't really changed. He earned those matchday dividends at Bologna. He now plays for the same team. He plays with Bologna again. So, overall, like... Yeah, he probably has got a good chance of returning a similar amount in dividends this season. Yeah, I want to check something just based on what you said there. You were saying that Bruno's now the uh, the dividend king or the media dividend king at United, but I'd, I'd say after his transfer, they're probably fairly close. So I want to check for like the last six months. Bruno's returned 67p, Pogba's returned 66. What's that, in the last six months? Yep, since June 30th. Oh, that is a good shot. Fair play. I, I can't really argue with that. Um, the facts speak a lot, lot a lot louder than anything else. So, And, and as yeah. I said, with Pogba being at £2.20 and Bruno at £7.50, I think that, that means that his yield is, you know, way higher. And I suppose Pogba does have the transfer speculation. Yeah, which hasn't really been going that bad over the last six months, I'd say. It's not really been a huge... I mean, there was a couple of weeks where he won a... I think there was one week where he won five and seven, but I'd say that, it, if anything, it's going to be more speculation in the next six months than it's been in the last six months. Yeah. What if he goes, though? And then, like, is he going to earn dividends again if he's playing for Real Madrid or PSG or whoever he goes to? I don't think he... I'd say he's probably more likely to win dividends if he's playing, wherever he is. <laughs> he's not been playing that much for United. So he is he is a good PB player still. His average PB scores, what is it? I think it's like 100 or 110. Yeah, but he's been, again, he's been on the bench a lot. So if you look at his, this is probably a bit boring for the people listening, but he's got a lot of, one, two, three. Yeah, I guess it's not that good. In, the last, six, in the last six months, he's got three scores above 200, yeah. which isn't too bad considering yes. he's not played that much. Yeah, it's not bad. If he was on penalties again at another side, then maybe that would increase as well. Because I think that was probably why he was able to hit quite high scores the other season. Uh, just taking penalties for Man United. It's always I don't think, in dips. 
Yeah, I don't think he'll ever be on penalties again, though. No, maybe not. Um, anyway, I think we've gone into quite a few things today. And I want to make these episodes a little bit shorter. I'd like to have you on quite frequently, to be honest, this year, if you're still up for it. I mean, we just kind of have a chat. We'd probably be doing this anyway, to be fair. So I hope you're yeah. still up for coming on quite regularly. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here. Thanks to everyone listening. Uh, before we go, any final words today, Kevin, on, on the market or football index in 2021 or anything else you'd like to add, really? Yeah, just hopefully everyone has a good year and... Uh... The, the whole world has a good year really with <laughs> the things that need to improve and stuff like that there's a lot of big changes coming so oh yeah absolutely i'm i'm genuinely like really confident i think like today i just woke up and i was like right it's a fresh start it's a new year let's just go and try and make the most of whatever comes our way like there's going to be bad times but i think there's going to be a lot more good times this year than there was last year and I think with Football Index as well, things will definitely pick up. So thanks for joining us again for a new year on Football Index. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and we will see you again tomorrow.